We are stoned and that's okay. So why don't you just stay? Sit back and listen. You don't know what you're missing. It's talking stone while getting sports. Welcome, fellow humans. You are listening to Talk Stone while getting sports. Episode 144. I'm the weirdo. Why am I doing this? I'm Morgan. <laughs> every week, every week you do something weird, and every week you call yourself out, and I love it. And that other guy, to finish my intro, that just spoke when he wasn't spoken to, is Austin. Ooh. How the fuck is it going, buddy? Oh, spicy. I was not aware that I wasn't allowed to talk until spoken to, so that's good to know. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, man, I'm going, it's going good. Uh, getting closer to the wedding, which is exciting and scary because we got a bunch of stuff. Not scary, more stressful. Um, just lots of stuff still to figure out and. Yeah, it's it's going to be a time, but uh, hopefully it'll be worth it. Um, it sounds like it will be. I'm pretty excited for it myself. I I think so. I think it'll be a good time. Um, I mean, to than... be fair, I don't have to go through the stress of uh, planning it, setting it up, and all that shit. I just have to show up and get drunk and leave. Well, I w- and clean would up. maybe appreciate it how. Yeah, a little bit how. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, no, work's been picking up, which is cool. I, uh, when I started here, I kind of started at a slow location, but it's been getting busier. So that's nice. Um, especially when you work a sales job, uh, commission is fairly important and you don't get it if nobody comes in. Yeah. The commission is definitely, definitely nice. I don't know where I was going with that. It can be a good thing for sure. But um, you yeah, definitely need people to show up. It helps. Uh, how about you? What have you, you been up to? How are you doing? Um, well, first of all, last episode, I forgot to mention, which I don't know how, that my I had family that came up from New Zealand. Um, they're still here in Canada visiting stuff. But they have... Two kids that have never experienced snow before. Oh. So a couple weekends ago, I guess at this point now, I got to experience them experiencing snow for the first time. Like my dad took them on the sled. Oh, nice. And a bunch of these things. and Hell yeah. um, Since I live in Saskatchewan, this just this past week, we had a blizzard, so we're on to our second spring already, so everyone needs to catch up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I heard you guys got uh, some crazy weather. Yeah, um, it was definitely fun driving in, but that's uh, the two kids that have obviously never experienced a blizzard before, they were loving it. Oh, I'm sure. Um, all of us, everyone else, <laughs> not so much. Yeah. Um, but other than that, what else? Played some dodgeball. 
that didn't go well. It never does. Um, and <laughs> shortly after recording, I'm going to have some slow pitch uh, practice today. So since that starts up in about a week here, so I'm looking forward to that. Oh, hell yeah. Been doing work stuff. Oh, I guess a little quick update on my hockey draft is that I'm in currently in second place right now. Hell yeah. Um, last I did show Austin, I wasn't first. But changed. things have changed. <laughs> but I'm still in second. And if it ended right now, it's still make money. But we're still in the first round. It's still early. Very early. And I'm looking very forward to actually talking some playoff stuff. Hell but yeah. Before we do all that, I managed to scrape up a little bit of uh, CFL news. So I... <laughs> I got nothing else to say unless if Austin remembered to say anything or that he forgot words, right? That does uh, No, but I would like everybody to follow us on TikTok at TSWGS Pod. Um, follow me on Twitter at Fitzy Fitzgerald at P, uh, Talking Stone or Stone Pod something Podstone on Twitter. That's the one. Uh, <laughs> TSWGS Pod on instagram as well and uh download review comment all that good stuff um okay well i wasn't expecting this um i get so i guess i got some plugs too yeah um well a little (laughs) curveball i'm shocked uh the triple t's i don't really post anything on tiktok but I do have a thing, but it's Caps Morgan 2 on TikTok, Twitch, and Twitter. And then there's no real point to me really plugging my Instagram because it's even more bare than <laughs> anything. Even but more bare than a koala? It's Caps Morgan 22. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you curved that really well. That was nice. Um, so before Austin really interrupted me with some stupid ass plugs, <laughs> um, I was saying I managed to scrape up a little bit of CFL news. Um, nothing really too exciting. I'll be completely honest, but. That's a good way to start the segment. Right? <laughs> About the hey, sport folks. I love. Hey, folks, this is not going to be exciting. All right, let's go. <laughs> I mean, for some people it might be because an article that recently came out was the amount of money um, that the 109th Grey Cup made overall and how much actually went to the host province, in this case, is Saskatchewan. So, I'm familiar. Yeah, I I know you're familiar. But this type of stuff, it might be interesting for some people. But this might be the point in the show where 
you turn the volume real low and pretend we don't exist. We'd um, rather you didn't. Hey, we get the listen regardless of if you can hear it or not. Right, but <laughs> ideally, we make a show to be heard. The 109th CFL Grade Cup <laughs> Festival. Festival. It actually generated more money than I than I thought. As a whole, six hundred trillion dollars. Close. <laughs> Seventy million. Okay, so, I was I was a little over. Yeah, if we're doing prices right rules, you did not win. Oh no 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 no! I sure did not. Um, which. I honestly didn't think it brought in that type of money. I don't know if it being Saskatchewan had anything to do with it. I mean, Winnipeg going for their third one in a row, that definitely helps, especially once in Saskatchewan. I, I was there, the Winnipeg people showed up. Yeah. And what I have to say about them showing up is... I can't find the exact amount, but I already um, heard the same way. Saskatchewan as a whole made $25 million off of the Grey Cup last year. Dang. Um, oh, sorry. 22.8. So I guess the radio where I heard it rounded up. Oh, darn. Um. <laughs> So that's that's not too shabby. So um two hundred and ten thousand people over six days travel to Regina. That's a lot of people for Regina. That's pretty wild. I know people that are living in bigger cities and stuff like that. Basically not in Saskatchewan. Don't think that's a lot of people. But it's a lot of people for us hillbilly folks, I tell you. <laughs> um, I don't know, this year it's in Hamilton. I'm assuming it's going to be just as good of a turnout. Um, I don't know how much Hamilton made two years ago, so... Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, fairly boring. But I did find it was neat, so I figured I'd put it in here. Anything you have to say about how much money um, the Grey Cup brought in? Uh, I could use a bit of that. It would be nice. But I was kind of looking at like any... Real words. Well, real. those were real words. So that's I don't true. Know what you're talking about, but um... <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. It, it it's definitely indicative, right? When you ever you have in a championship event somewhere, they're gonna, it's gonna bring in business. Um, and it's cool to see that large amount, especially for a province that I'm okay with. Uh, I haven't been there for a while, but uh, you know, we haven't really changed much. I believe that. 
Um, we never do. We're usually like a decade behind everyone else. Saskatoon's probably gotten a little bigger. Yeah, I hate it. (laughs) (laughs) Come down here when we have the, um, I guess, across for you. It's not really down or up. It's just across. Um, Slightly up. Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) When we finally get the uh, downtown arena built. Downtown arena built? What? Yeah, they're getting rid of... uh, Sastel Center, whatever the fuck it's called now. Really? One downtown, yeah. I guess it's been around for a right, while. Eh? Right over by the Midtown area, Toys R Us. You still remember where that is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Midtown. What, where, and, okay, this is maybe not exciting for everybody else, but well, well I guess it is. It's our show. We can do what we want. Fuck it. That's true, actually. That is <laughs> fact. Um, Where exactly, like, what? I'm trying to figure out where they would put that. Like the big empty parking lot over in that area. There's, I don't know. I don't know how they're going to cram it in. I'm not a fan of it. I really don't like the idea. I think it's dumb. It's going to boost downtown, that's for sure. It's for dumb. better or for worse. It's dumb. <laughs> ah, I see. Morgan, always a fan of change, is fan of more change. <laughs> I'm okay with change when it's the right change. This is not the right change. Well, you don't think it's the right change. Anyways, back to sports. <laughs> he went way off the topic, but that's okay. Hey, it's our show, remember? We just talked about that. Um, speaking of change, actually. Oh, holy oh. wee, I did it. <laughs> Calgary Stamp Peters. I like that you go French when you make a point. <laughs> that's because they're smarter than me. Well, you sound like it. Oh shit! Um, they—they're not the only team that did this, but last week I didn't really care about BC Lions, and um, but the Calgary Stampeders—they revealed refreshed uniforms for the 2023 season. Um, the past few years they. They had a lot more black on their jersey. Yeah. And they kind of looked a little bit like the team that's called the Red Blacks. Right. So now they went a little bit more red. And I don't know if you have the article up or anything like that. Maybe. Maybe not. I'm guessing not. (laughs) No, I was still on the old article. Um, But... Right at the top there. Oh, yeah. You can see how they're going a little bit more red, and oh, I, I like kind of one. like it. Um, BC, they decided to, since their team color is orange, um, and everyone knows them as an orange team, they decided to go black because um, that makes sense. Right. Yeah. No, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you BC people are fucked, I tell you. <laughs> It's all the free free legal drugs out here. Something something's up. Um, I mean, a little bit about the BC jerseys, I guess. Just might as well. I don't mind the look, but you could have gone the similar type of 
look if you just went with like a dark orange it was right still look great um i mean calgary every team seems to have them for whatever reason but their alternate jerseys are black um the way jerseys are nothing really much changed but i don't know i like them scraping the bottom of the barrel um for news um <laughs> this when I was actually trying to find shit to talk about when I came across this I kind of was shocked that he wasn't already signed because I thought he was and I thought he was back in Winnipeg for whatever reason but I guess I was wrong wrong on all accounts that's cool yeah I'm just an idiot what do you expect from me um <laughs> The Stampeders were like, A, defensive back, veteran defensive back, Nick Taylor. You like new fancy jerseys. So why don't... This is stupid, Morgan. They've (laughs) signed Nick Taylor. I was trying to make it funny, but I've messed up. Anyways, this guy, he's really good. He's won a couple great cups with Winnipeg. Um, And, yeah, like I already said, I was surprised that he wasn't back with Winnipeg and that he lasts as, as a free agency this long. But this is going to be... A great ad, which I hate to say it because it's Calgary Stampeders, but it, it will be a great ad to their defensive backfield. And you don't really see Calgary making signings like this very often, but they kind of just like to stick in their own group and plug and play. But sometimes. Uh, yeah, you have to do stuff sometimes. Um, Austin, do you want to talk NHL and save this show? Yeah, you know, sometimes you got to do stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why we want you to tune in every week to this Talking Stonewall Getting Sports Podcast. Because where else are you going to get this in-deep, in-depth <laughs> analysis? Um, where else? Where are you going to find it? ESPN, NHL on CBC, CGB, all the sports. No, it just fuck them. All of them. They're dumb. We're the ones that know. We're the ones that got all the inside info. Yeah, why throw in all those extra words? You don't need them. Get rid of them. The guy. Why many word when few word do trick? <laughs> why we do dumb? <laughs> now I'm just dropping letters. I don't know what I'm doing anymore. <laughs> Hockey, fun playoffs, and podcast. Just kidding. And uh, also a little <laughs> bit of off-season stuff that went on that's still yeah. going on. Yeah, yeah, So, And that's the thing, right? So with playoffs on, obviously, for the 16 teams that are currently in the playoffs, uh, obviously, the on-ice is the most important. However, 
can't forget about those other 16 teams in the league. And they got shit going on. Two of our, the two teams we happen to cheer for happened to do stuff this past week. Yeah. So not only did stuff, <laughs> but it was also related to both of our teams. Because both of our teams didn't make the playoffs. We're um, so good. Now, one of our teams we knew all along wouldn't make the playoffs. Um, <laughs> yeah. There was never any doubt that the Canucks were not going to make the playoffs. Yeah, you had lots of time to prepare for your feelings. Oh yeah, no, I've been, I'm I'm dead inside already. Um, but the Calgary Flames, uh, I believe we talked about it last week. Uh, Brad Living was, and the Flames apparently mutually parted ways, and we have a interim president of hockey operations. We didn't talk about. Brad leaving last episode because it happened after that. Okay. Well, if we would have talked about it then, then we would have been time travelers and that wouldn't have made any sense. So <laughs> disregard that part that I talked about. I just tossed this article in here to it's basically the backbone of everything. It was just the first thing I came across. That makes sense. So <laughs> Brad Schliving, former GM of the Calgary Flames. Uh, so here's the thing. I'm just gonna quickly talk about something that you know, personal Morgan and I here because um, we have a bet. Um, and that we did talk about last episode. Yes. So well, it was about a different this. guy. So we have a bet about Daryl Sutter, who is the head coach of the Calgary Flames, and a five million dollar bet minus or, a few zeros. Minus all of the zeros. No zeros, just five. Um, we have a bet. If Daryl Sutter five. is not the head, or what is it, not with the organization? Yeah, we decided on um, not, like, if he's not part of the Flames in any capacity. Then I win five bucks by the start of next season. Yeah. If he is... Then Morgan wins five bucks. Yeah, and this worries me. This move because it tells me, unfortunately, that despite Bradshaw living, and in my opinion, and a bunch of people's opinions, the Flames players didn't get along with Daryl Sutter. Um, and we've argued about this a bit, but yeah. I'm just going off of what I see from the people that I think is media bullshit. That's what I think. It very well could be, but, but that's a very skilled team. And I know you kept saying, you know, it takes some time Mm -hmm. to get, get it together. Well, you know, 82 games is a long time. Yeah, but, and they couldn't pull it together. Any type of, and I would call this at least a partial rebuild. Sure, they weren't like, didn't scrap the entire team, but it was a very key part of their team. And in rebuild or partial rebuild situations, you see it takes a while. I will eat my words, all of them, 
if the same stuff happens next season. But I, Daryl Sutter wasn't put in a great position. He had to um, readjust his lines and all that stuff, and blah 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 blah. But that comes with the job, though. That's I know it does. But the hockey players also have a job to do, and that's called performing. <laughs> anyway. So lots of people didn't. I'll just go to rant. I don't want to do it right now. So, basically, what I'm saying here is that I think the guy in the organization that didn't like Daryl Sutter is gone, and that's Brad Jalib. Um Pretty sure the owner loves him. Uh, they brought in Don Maloney, or maybe Don Maloney was already part of the organization, but he's been up. Both him know. and Brad came over from Arizona. Okay. so And yeah, so Brad and uh, Don are actually, like, best friends. They have cabins right next to each other. Oh, shit. And um, this, you know, they kept it behind the scenes, but it sounds like this was a something that was going to happen because Brad's contract is up soon here, and so he was asked even before the training camp this year if he was going to get if he wanted to resign. He declined, and then you know, doing the professional thing that he didn't really ask while the season was going on. In the off season, I guess um, they asked again, and then just this pe- like the Wednesday before the news all came down, so like a couple weeks ago or whatever, um, he was asked one last time, and he was like, "No, um, he didn't want to do it." This is at least what the other half is saying. We haven't heard from Brad personally, but. And then, yeah, it just sounds like Brad just didn't want to uh, do the whole GM thing in general right now. He last nine years was not <laughs> easy GM time for him. No. Um, so, yeah, uh, Don Maloney, president of hockey operations and interim GM, uh, but he will not probably be GM for long. They are going to try to hire someone to replace uh, a true living, so which no. makes sense. I have a feeling it will be sooner than that. It's not going to be like they're still going to do it properly, and they have some time. Um, yep. It's not even like the full off season yet. So no, but you do. You definitely want your GM uh, in, well in advance before like the draft. Yeah. It's they're not going to have a GM before the playoffs are over. They're going to wait till the playoffs are over. I'm sure of it. Depending yeah, on what teams get knocked out, I guess. Yeah. Um. I mean, you did already throw out. We were talking like behind the scenes. I guess you could say. <laughs> behind the scenes. Yeah. You know, in the real world, we talk sometimes. Occasionally. And you did already throw out a possible name, and it kind of lines up with 
in the press conference I listened to, Don's looking for like a younger, you know, GM and stuff. Um, and that guy in Toronto, what's his face? Kyle, how do you say his last name? Kyle Dubas. Yeah. Um, you threw out that name and I kind of agree with you. Yeah. I think how uh, Toronto does. Well, and, and as much as you can say, you know, about Toronto that, you know, first round exits, all this shit, like you look at this team that he's put together, it's a pretty damn good team. But does he want to leave Toronto? I don't know. And that's the thing, right? Because, but there's, there's been talk about him going a couple other places and that's mostly because he just doesn't have a contract past this season. Now, I think I don't see him leaving Toronto for a couple of reasons. Uh, A, he's built up this team. He's been here for years. Um, You don't want to leave right when they're getting right when they're good. Mm. Um, And if they get knocked out again in the first round, maybe you might be forced out that town (laughs) or city. Maybe it's. But he's also um, like the resources he has in Toronto um, in terms of analytics, in terms of money, um, in terms of capology, you know, with with salary cap and figuring that shit out. um, It's definitely an advantage to be in Toronto over a lot of markets. Uh, Mm -hmm. No offense to Calgary. No offense to anyone else. Uh, Toronto, the the MLSE ownership, they put a lot. They're not afraid to spend. They're um, not afraid to spend money on their hockey and basketball and baseball programs, but they sure don't like spending money on their CFL. Yeah, they do not give a fuck about anyways. The CFL. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it and and you got to think too, right? That's Rogers and Bell. Um, so mm-hmm. they're billions of dollars behind that so it's i don't see him leaving because they could also afford to pay him more than most teams in the league um yeah it will be hard to but he does i think that's exactly well don maloney said that's what the type of gm basically um that they're looking for so well, I'm sure. I'm sure. But maybe maybe they don't even get one from the AHL. Who knows? Yeah, maybe you bring up a guy who's been doing good in the AHL or maybe somewhere in Europe or so. I don't know. It's uh, time. Yeah, will time will tell, right, Austin? <laughs> right? <laughs> Fuck, I want to fucking. Anyways. We should just um, read in the podcast, Time Will Tell. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, we're too deep at this point. Yeah, you said deep. And moving on. So the <laughs> Vancouver Canucks have fired uh, assistant coach Jason King. I'm not super surprised about this. Um, he, uh, you know, he came in with the Canucks uh, in 2020 uh, after being with the AHL team for about five seasons. Um 
he was he originally was promoted and joined Travis Green, uh, then worked with Bruce Boudreaux when he came in, and then this season Rick Tockett. Um, so he came here in 2020, and he's already worked with three different head coaches. That gives you an idea of how good things are going in Vancouver. Um, Maybe they should have tried him as head coach. <laughs> Ever think well, that'd be no, I, I don't see it. And he, so basically, he was kind of the power play guy, and the power play was not great. So it's not overly surprising that he's gone to me. Um, he's part of the old, old regime, and I don't know. I think it was time to clear house a little bit. I'm just surprised they didn't do it when they got rid of Bruce. Just do both at the same time. Yeah, I, it could be also now that they've had some time, more time to offseason and talk, like maybe Rick Tockett's not a fan of them either. Now, we don't really ask this question very often, but I might as well. Do you see any assistant coaches, possible candidates? I don't really. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not really in on the assistant coach game, unfortunately. How, how's your guys' AHL team? Uh, no idea. Hmm. So they're not doing amazing like the Wranglers? Uh, no, I think or... they're in the playoffs, I believe. Um, or they were in the playoffs. Uh, maybe they're out now. I'm not really sure. Sorry, I burped while I was talking there, but... Um... Sounds like you're in a tunnel now, too. I am in a tunnel. There you go. You're you're out of the tunnel now. No, I'm in the tunnel. Okay. Well, do you have anything else to say about your team? Or do you want to start getting into some playoff stuff? I want to get into some goddamn playoff stuff. Okay, start. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, okay. Before we get to like the series and stuff, we got a couple stories. Um, this one, this one hurts for the Winnipeg Jets for sure. This is a big loss. Uh, Josh Morrissey was huge during the regular season, put up a bunch of points for them. Um, he was injured with a colli- in a collision with Zach Whitecloud. Um, according to Winnipeg head coach Rick Bonus. He is he's got a lower body injury and he's done for the series. Um, he says I just know he's done for the series and that sucks. Josh Morrissey is not only can he put up points on the board, he's a quick defenseman. He's maybe not the best defensive defenseman, but he's a guy that's going to help on the power play. He's going to help um, just you know helping out in his own end when he can with his speed, but uh, it's, it's a huge loss again, especially against Vegas. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't like Winnipeg's chances going forward without him. Well, they, they still put up a pretty good fight against uh, Winnipeg they, or against they, Vegas. I mean, they did, but, Overtime losses don't count for shit in the playoffs. No. You're not wrong there. But um, it I is a big it is a big loss for um Winnipeg. I kind of have mixed emotions because 
as long as Winnipeg keeps winning, the guy in my draft that has Morrissey can't give me points. So, ooh, yeah. Mm. Which Kyle Connor for me has—he's been playing a few points. Yeah, yeah. Um, moving right along, we have a suspension. Uh, <laughs> we could also and, talk about the. I forgot I mentioned this before we're on the air. We could talk about the other injury that I have in there about Joel. Uh, what's his face from Dallas? Whatever order you do, you Anyways. okay? Well, I did start talking about it, but that's okay. That's fine. Yeah, uh... <laughs> we're professionals. We are. Pro- <laughs> I'm going to stop um, talking. <laughs> so, Michael Bunting <laughs> uh, has been suspended for, in my opinion, too long. Yes, mine too. I can't get eight points when he's fucking suspended. <laughs> so, if I agree that it was dirty. I agree that he shouldn't have done it, and I agree that he should have been suspended. But I, especially in the playoffs, I think that's too long. I think two games. Um, but Toronto is very familiar with players getting suspended in the first round of the playoffs. Yeah, it happens from time to time. Not just time to time, on a consistent <laughs> basis. So it happened twice. Um, Nazem Kadri got suspended twice, two years in a row. Um, yeah. And then Kyle Clifford got suspended in the first round. Um, and then, and now Michael Bunting. In the last like five or six years, they've had four guys get suspended in the first round. Um, well, three. Uh, just one did it twice. Uh, I don't know, man. It's it's crazy. It, it was dirty. It should have got the suspension. Um, but the thing with bunting, and I don't know if you're kind of been aware of this, but so for a significant amount of his time to start in Toronto, Michael Bunting drew a lot of penalties. Yeah. Uh, like a lot of penalties. And then that started getting out there that he was, you know, a bit of a diver sometimes. And, you know, kind of milking a call here or there. Um, are you working in your favor if the refs are going to call well, tripping? Well, and then it stopped. Uh, the refs basically, in my opinion, were made aware that, oh, this guy's getting a lot of calls. No, he's not. Not anymore. And mm-hmm. now, he, he, now teams know that they can fuck around with him and they're not going to get anything. But as soon as he retaliates, They'll call it on him, and I've seen it multiple times. Um, but yeah, I will agree with you. The um, elbow that he threw to the jaw of—I forget who he hit. Um, Eric. Yeah, Cernak. not the best choice. No, no, no. But I also like we've seen. A lot worse things with a lot less suspensions, especially in the playoffs. Yeah, 
Yeah, and right. there was there's a bunch of missed calls and what I, I I don't know I I have my own issues with the refing and that is what it is, but um, at least we can speak freely because we won't get fined. That is true. <laughs> and the refs this year sucked ass. Well, and actually, speaking of that, um with the refs and, and, you know, not, um, uh, getting fined. I think (laughs) Sheldon Keefe might be getting a fine here soon. And I know this isn't an article you put in here, but I know what you're talking about though. You know what I'm talking about? I think so. So basically, um, Keefe was talking about, uh, how the lightning more or less manipulated the refs. Yeah. And, okay. Yeah. We're on the same page. Yeah. And I don't necessarily disagree because they already knew there was a call. There was going to be a pe- uh, power play for Toronto. So in that instance, like Austin Matthews, if you watch the whole clip, Austin Matthews, you know what he's doing during the scrum before he gets into the fight? I never um, did watch him in the clip. But, okay. Yeah. So, seconds before Stamkos is punching him, he's skating around and picking up players' sticks, like cleaning them up. And then Stamkos grabs onto him and starts feeding him punches, knowing that he's probably not going to get a penalty for it because there's already been a penalty called and they're not going to make it a five-on-three. And... Matthews has to stick up for himself because he's just getting fed punches, um, which is, you know, low-key pretty goddamn dirty uh, by Stamkos. But again, okay, so the Leafs are going to get a power play. Well, we should probably take off one of their best goal scorers if I have the opportunity. Yeah. Um, and and you know what? Like, I, I can't blame them. It, it's a smart thing to do. Um, and if you know how the refs are going to call the situation, that gives you a huge advantage. Um, now, in the end of that game, the Leafs ended up winning in overtime, despite definitely not deserving the win. Uh, Samsonov saved them. I'll but, take um, it. The Leafs won, and despite the antics on the Lightning, they came out first game in Tampa Bay. They got the win, so that's not easy to do. Tomorrow, no, it's not. Especially considering Andre Vasilevsky's record after a loss in the playoffs. Um, have you seen these stats? No, I haven't. Uh, so I'm just gonna pull it up here. Um, anytime. He, um, so this is as of last year. Andre Vasilevsky following a playoff loss since 2020. 17 and 0. Goals against average 1.47. Save percentage 942. Five shutouts. That's not so shabby. Andre Vasilevsky, up until that point, hadn't lost back to back games in the Stanley Cup playoffs. And here we are. So 
not only did they win in Tampa, but they also kind of overcame that. And um, anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself with playoff talk, but uh, that's, you know, fine. that's been that series. But um, anyway, we also, like you said too, right? We have, we have some more injuries, uh, a huge loss for Dallas uh, in Joe Pavelski uh, out for mm-hmm. games three and four. He has been consistently excellent for Dallas. Um, he, the dude has played 220 regular season games with the stars since joining them in 2020 and has 209 points. Um, it's pretty good. It's pretty damn good. And he's the guy that scores the dirty goals in front of the net, the tips, all that shit. That guy, Pavelski can tip the puck like no other. Um, but yeah, huge loss for Dallas. He got. Uh, did you watch that happen? That no, I did not. He got absolutely rocked. Oh shit! Um, by you uh, who did it? Uh, Dumba is that a guy that? Plays oh, Dumba, the- yeah, Dumba. Um, yeah, it was him. It was a clean hit, shoulder to shoulder. But then when he was coming down, his head hit the ice. Oh, and when he was coming off of the ice, he two guys could barely hold him up. He was stumbling so much. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, it sounds like he's probably even if Dallas made it all the way to the cup, he's we're not going to see him rest of playoffs. So, damn. Well, and, and the Wild are up two to one in that series already. Um, Yep, huge loss. Yep, uh, Dallas plays at four thirty, and as actually three thirty. Uh, uh, only if you're dumb and live in BC. Time zone humor. Time zone humor. Oh, I got the burps. Anyways, gross. <laughs> uh, Tanner Janot was injured, but he's back in for the Lightning. Um. Uh, He's definitely a guy that's built for the playoffs. He's big, he's fast, he's strong. He can fuck you up. Uh, he's not going to put up a lot of points. That's not what he's there for. Um, and he's back. So, good for good for the Lightning. But um, we have we have some playoffs to talk about. Yeah, we're all out of articles, so let's just free roam this some playoff talk. Let's do it. So, okay. First thing... I just want to get off right off the top. No sweeps in the first round. I was that was on my brain too. <laughs> yeah, right. I I is like, oh shit. Okay, so we've already talked about Tampa Bay Lightning and Toronto a bit. I I just want to kind of any other it. surprises it's, there that you had. It was just kind of funny, right? The first game, Tampa Bay Lightning kicked the crap out of the Leafs, seven to three. Mm-hmm. And then game two, the Leafs kicked the crap out of the Lightning, seven to two. Yeah. And then game three was super close in terms of score, at least. Tampa definitely should have won, uh, but they didn't. Toronto won in overtime, so we got a two-one series there. Um, game four is tomorrow um, in Tampa. We got Carolina. Yeah, if Toronto goes up three-one, like. Tampa Going needs home. to win this next game. Yeah, if you you can't go down three one going back to Toronto, 
if no. you're the Tampa Bay Lightning. That's um that's a top spot. But um yeah, next up we got the Hurricanes and the Islanders. Um Carolina it, it's been very close games. Uh well, at least the first two were. So game 1, Carolina takes it 2-1. Game 2 goes to overtime. Carolina takes it 4 to 3. Game 3 was a very different story. The Islanders lit up the Carolina Hurricanes 5 to 1. So we got a 2-1 series there in favor of the Hurricanes. Uh Yeah, that's one series I have not been putting my attention towards. Um so. Well, in any games I've watched, honestly, they're pretty damn boring, dude. Don't you're not missing out. Um I got four other teams I'm watching. I can't. Yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> I don't need to focus on them. So next up we got the Boston Bruins, the Florida Panthers. So bunch of people, seven games. Bunch of people probably thought it was gonna be a sweep, but it's not. Uh, Boston takes game one, three to one. Boston, uh, Florida takes game two, six to three. Um, but then Boston comes back game three to win in Florida, four to two. So game four is on the 23rd, which is today. Yep. Uh, at four o'clock. So Five. We will, no, it's at 1230. Okay. Uh, 1.30 then. <laughs> <laughs> time zone humor time zone humor i was mocking you that's our that's other what... podcast um no it's not you got not with places. me so on to the series that i was pretty certain was going to be an absolute sweep um besides the boston one or are we back? yeah well the rangers and the devils <clears throat> so game one, Rangers five one. Game two, Rangers win five one. It's like, oh god. <laughs> uh, yeah, I like game, those games. They got me some points. But game three was a very low scoring affair. It goes to overtime, tied one one, and New Jersey takes it. No, there's more a sweep. lot of overtimes yesterday on Saturday. There sure was. There sure was. Um. I like double overtimes. Well, that was for the Tampa Bay and Toronto game. And no, Tampa Bay Toronto didn't go to the double. Oh, that was the Winnipeg one. Vegas. Yeah, yeah, Toronto. There was like forty seconds left in the first. That's overtime. right. Yeah. Um. Then the yeah. Riley's connected. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um. Moving on to the West. So out west, we have. The Kings up on the Oilers two to one. McDavid sucks. I uh, not true. Hey, um, I got McDavid? Mitch. I got Mitch Marner in the eighth, eighth through overall. McDavid went first overall. Who has more points? It depends how far. Right now, in the playoffs, sure. Mitch Marner. Right now, he does. Um, McDavid has like what one point. Well, that's simply not true, because can you let me talk? No. <laughs> Five points. Connor McDavid has two goals. He had two goals in that game three, and he's the only reason that game went to overtime. Um, 
Okay, but, the Oilers suck, and McDavid helps them out sometimes. They're playing today at six. Well, if the Oilers suck, then how are the Flames? Anyway, the Oilers play today at six o'clock, not you seven o'clock. Cry. That's probably a good thing. You deserve it. You're a fucking Flames fan. I don't know what to tell at you. At least man. we have a cup. Oh boy! Since when? <laughs> how long has it been? It was better than never. Is it, though, at this point? Yes. That's what I keep is telling it? myself in the shower. 35 years ago? <laughs> is it? Is it better? Yes. Okay. It is. All right. I don't know, man. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, shit. They're going to win one in the next five years. <laughs> oh, shit. Next God, three. Damn. Uh... You're a stand-up comedian. I did not know that. Well, I'm uh, sitting down right now. I'm too lazy to stand up. Hello? Is this thing on? Test, test? Hello? <laughs> yeah, no, you're you're still on. Okay. <clears throat> All I heard was crickets, so I was confused. I don't know where the crickets were. They weren't on my end. Colorado Avalanche and the Seattle Kraken. We got a series here. It's 2-1 for the Colorado Avalanche, uh, despite Seattle taking game one, 3-1. But Colorado won the next two series, or next two games. Um, I think basically what happened, sorry to cut you off, but basically what happened, Seattle won, Colorado's like, wait a second, we won a cup watch, didn't we? Oh, yeah. This team's never been in the playoffs before? Oh, yeah. Well, let's just annihilate them two games. Yeah, well, and when you got guys like McKinnon, Rantanen, McCarr, mm-hmm. like, it, it, it's it's hard to beat that. And we'll see, right? Uh, we'll see what goes on with the rest of the series. But uh, game four is tomorrow um, in uh, in Seattle. So we'll see if Seattle can get a home win. I think, uh, I think they'll the win time. tomorrow. The rest of the series, I'm not, I forget how I predicted. I think I said Colorado, but. I do think Seattle wins tomorrow. Okay. Uh, 5-4. All right. Uh, First overtime. Okay. I think we might just be done the podcast today. (laughs) (laughs) I'll behave. Will you, though? Yeah. I only have to behave for three more minutes. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) You can do it. Uh, so we got Dallas and Minnesota. I had Dallas winning this series, but uh, like we talked about, missing Pavelski is is obviously quite large of a, a loss. Uh, Jamie Benn will just score all the goals. It's fine. But I don't think he will. Um, but I'm sure that Hikusin has nothing. Or whatever. I'm sure you mentioning Jamie Benn specifically has nothing to do with the fact that. <laughs> That you may or may not have fixed. It's a gut it. feeling. <laughs> just a gut feeling. Just a just a gut feeling. <laughs> yeah. Um. So this Vegas Winnipeg series kind of reminds me of Toronto and the Lightning, because, uh, game one Winnipeg wrecked Vegas, game two Vegas wrecked Winnipeg, and then game three goes to overtime. Now to be fair, it was a comeback with uh come from behind effort to go to overtime. But mm-hmm. double overtime is a lot closer than a 5-2 or a 5-1 game. 
Um, That's true. It's math, folks. That is math. And uh, I, again, we talked about the uh, Jets losing Morrissey. It, it's tricky here, right? Because Hellebuck, Hellebuck can shut the door, right? Game one, we saw that, but he didn't really have to make a lot of saves. The defense shut them down. But I don't know, man. I think Vegas is going to take this. Um, I sure hope you're incorrect, sir. Well, I'm but sure a lot of people hope I'm incorrect. If anyone listened to episode 143, we all know that I said that Vegas is going to win, but I also said that Dallas is going to win. So, so I said some other words, but we learned this episode. Words are a waste of time. Even that's though true. I've been talking a lot this last few minutes, and so I can't much. shut up. So much. <laughs> oh, what's gotten into you? More uh... weed. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Let's try to block out when you're talking um, Canucks. Anyways. <laughs> now you don't want to speak. That's rude. I never want to speak. Speak? Speak. Um, have we covered all the teams? Uh, all the series, yeah. They're, I don't know, I've definitely been a few surprises in how, like, I thought Edmonton would be running all over L.A., and so far that's not the case. Nope, not at all. Um, Toronto and Tampa Bay, this is kind of going how I figured. Florida, I was surprised that they got, even though they are going to Go to game seven. Um, <laughs> in reality, I'm surprised that they got one win over Boston. That was a, I don't want to admit it, but that was a series I actually thought was going to be a sweep. Um, it is okay. interesting to see them all at 2 1, all the series. So it is kind of a. A? A? You're Canadian, eh? No, I'm not. I'm definitely not Canadian. Eh? Oh, that's unfortunate. I don't know what you're talking about, eh? Um, yeah, any other surprises or anything else that you want to add hockey-wise before we uh, say we're going to fuck off? Uh, no, other than good pick with Marner leading the league in the play- playoff points with eight. Yeah, it seems the guy that usually texts me and gives me a hard time because I'm usually in last place or close to it in these hockey drafts. Yeah, I've not heard a thing from him. <laughs> <laughs> My dad actually texted him after that seven-two win over, and then his response was like, "My phone doesn't receive texts anymore." <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um. But no, I all want to say a little bit about that. I do need some uh, more points from some other players as well. Like me having, what's his face, Eric Gustafson, however you say his last name. Gustafson. Uh, 
That wasn't my brightest pick. That was that's my blemish on my. Uh, no, he. I don't uh, think he's played at all. Has he? No, he started <laughs> off injured. Um. Oh, buddy. Well, and there's also a guy from uh, New York Rangers. How do you say his last name? Torenko. Tor- Tarasenko. Not Tarasenko. There's my paper. Just give me a half a second here. No, I don't want to. Um, Vincent Trocek. Trocek. He has not been producing like I hoped. But... Mm. Well, sucks to suck, doesn't it? Yeah, you can't win them all, though. You but don't... no, having Mitch Marner is definitely... <laughs> definitely helpful. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, I think... Uh... I think that's it for this week. Yeah. Fuck it. Um, Everyone out there, stay stoned and stay safe. Fuck, do whatever you want. I don't care. What? What? Where are you supposed to say bye? Bye. We're so good at this. No, we're not.